0: So I figured, you know, tonight I might just start off talking about um, my Taylor Swift. uh, (laughs) I had to re-release that Taylor Swift uh, live I did where I broke down her anti-hero video. Do you guys want to talk about that or is that too old? Do you guys want to talk about the T, my T Swift uh, video? Because I made this video, and of course, like I said, I, I made it in kind of response. I don't know. I want to say it's passive-aggressive that I made a comment to a local pastor that he was quoting Taylor Swift in his sermon. And he obviously was proud about it because he put it in a reel. And I noticed that like when I last I checked it was 100% uh, positive comments because obviously like my comment he they deleted the ones they didn't like when he was saying that the antihero song was hey it's me Uh, I'm the problem it's me that was a better message than most churches have well that might be true (laughs) that doesn't mean it's a good message though you know would be a good message would be something that's coming directly out of God's Word you know that's what I think would be a better message than you know, than something that kind of sounds true. Like, hey, it's me, it's Taylor. Uh, that's not, that's not a biblical message. And I said, hey, bro, that that song is literally about the video. Well, the video makes it clear that that song is literally about Taylor Swift being possessed by demons. And if you guys saw the video, if you guys haven't seen it, I posted it's a, it's part one and two of me kind of breaking down. The video, and I did that back when it came out. Uh, I had a new little TikTok studio and I was showing the video and I was talking. There were some bugs. Let's just say there were some bugs in the, uh, the video. So I was working out the kinks and I was probably being overly silly, as I, as I want to do sometimes. But I made, I kinda showed the video how it went and the video is obviously full of symbolism, like, like they often are. And I could tell what it is. They showed like an egg gets cut open. She's got like this smiley face, little breakfast. And I joked that it was demonic because there was no carbs. It was, all, it was all keto. So they cut open this eye and this purple goo comes out. Before you know it, there's ghosts all around Taylor Swift. So she's terrified in her own house because ghosts are after her. And then, so she's running from the ghosts and all of a sudden there's somebody at the door. And as soon as she goes to the door, all the ghosts are gone. And who and who would be at the door? It's me. It's Taylor Swift is at the door. So Taylor Swift is opening the door to Taylor Swift. So where'd the ghosts go? Well guess what? The ghosts we as Christians, we don't really believe in ghosts per se. I mean there's there's unclean spirits, but those are the spirits of demons. Like we don't believe in our if, if one of one of our loved ones dies there's gonna they're gonna come back as a ghost whether it's Casper the friendly ghost or like some kind of haunting because anything that's haunting your house is a demon 100% all the time so the Book of Enoch talks about the Giants being the that's where that's where the unclean spirits come from the deceased Nephilim because they weren't meant to be so they they had divine fathers the sons of God the angels and then they, had, they took wives and they had these half-breed creatures, Nephilim, giants. So they really didn't have like, so they had like an immortal spirit and then it would like, it was separated from their mortal body. So when they died, and obviously lots of them died in the flood, and then some died after the flood, and they became, they became the demons. So that's why 100% of the spirits that would be in this world, would be evil, unless they were angelic spirits, like of God's angels. But every other spirit, that's why, if a, if there's, that's why hauntings generally aren't good things. So anyways, all that being said now, the ghosts leave the house, Taylor Swift comes to the door to greet Taylor Swift. And, but it's a different version of her. It's a version that's crazy. As soon as she gets in there, she starts doing shots, starts trashing the place smashing her guitar, they start writing a song. There you go. Like, obviously, she's a songwriter. I wonder where she gets all these good lyrics from, especially the one about, like, the line about thinking everybody's a sexy baby. Okay, maybe it was the, maybe it was the evil Taylor Swift that said that would be a good line for a song. And then eventually, there's another version of Taylor Swift that, sh- uh, Swift that shows up, and she's, a, she's literally a giant. So just like I said... The, the unclean spirits, the demons, came from the deceased giants. Taylor Swift now has a giant alter ego that shows up and and chases everybody out of her house, also drinking. And then eventually, the, I think eventually the, the video leads to like her trying to run from her own demon, her own giant, but she can't because the giant's a giant. And so she's on the top of her house and eventually she sees her up there. And then there's the most cringe skit ever in that thing where Taylor Swift, I guess, has died in her own video, and her and her sons and her daughter, I think daughters, are basically fighting over their inheritance. And it turns out, in her will, she leaves them like, I think nothing, or something like that, or like a, a one cent, or something like that. And then they literally say that she's laughing up at us from hell. So all that being said, so I broke this down of like saying, Hey, look, This to me, what it was showing was that Taylor Swift is a, is a woman who would, by all earthly standards, you would say she has it all, right? What more could she want? She has, you know, she's, she's a very pretty girl. You know, she's cute. You know, like I said, I say she's not all that, but she's, she's not bad looking. She can sing pretty good. She's got all the fame and the fortune. I mean, it, it, if you're like on that, like if that's what you want, I mean, she's kind of got it all, doesn't she? But meanwhile, she's writing these dark songs about being haunted by ghosts. And then like saying she's got these vices that end up in crisis is one of the lines in the song. So she's not actually doing pretty well, is she? Like she's got it all, right? And that's why I said, what does it profit a man or a woman or a young lady to gain the whole world but that forfeit her soul? What would you trade? What would you trade for your soul? And it's like it, to me that's what it, that's what you're seeing, because she's showing these demonic alter egos, and I've you know I've said this before the demonic alter ego that shows up this the pop star Taylor Swift, you know Taylor Swift to me was like the like the little country girl singing like the the Tim McGraw song with her with her little acoustic guitar, you know she was like all oh, all oh, shucks and all this kind of stuff, and then eventually she did that song with that awful song, awful song. Uh, what is it? Uh, shake it off. And then also now she's like a pop star. And it's just like this completely different person. And maybe it was a, complete, maybe it was a completely different person. Oh, my dog. And um, so when she changes, I was like, it doesn't seem like it's her. And just like when she has the alter ego that comes to the door. going to beat that dog. I'm going to pause this live so I can beat a dog. Be quiet. Um. And so eventually, this, this, whoever, this is not, whoever this is, is not the, the normal Taylor Swift that we saw from before. This is, just, this is distracting. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, so the Taylor Swift, like I said, to me, it's not her. And I think that that's, what she, that's actually what she's showing, that, that this is not who she is. And obviously, she's tortured because of this. So all that with all that being said, so this pastor from a local church, you know, decent sized local church, he 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 starts quoting lyrics from this song saying this is a biblical message or this is better than most the message in most churches. And to me that's like like I said that's not that's not in that doesn't mean that's a good message. It just means that there is more you know, like it just means that most churches are bad. It doesn't mean that's a good message. Because to be, fer- to be perfectly honest, that's not really a biblical message. I get the idea of taking responsibility, and it's so easy to point the finger at somebody else and saying, it's them. Well, that's not good. But it's also not good to just say it's me. Because what they really kind of make it sound like is that this is a workspace thing where I just need to try harder. I just need to work on myself more. I think they have, they have another message about getting 1% better every day. Okay, so you're just going to try harder. Now, you're supposed to be transformed. You're supposed to not be conformed by the world. You're supposed to be transformed. So you're not supposed to just try a little harder. You're supposed to change. And overall, it's like, what does it say in uh, Ephesians? It says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And so this, this video, the, the song he's quoting is about a spiritual battle that's going on that obviously she's losing because the demons have taken over her. So when she say, it's me, it's, it's not her because that's not who she is. So she's wrestling against, not against flesh and blood. And so the, the pastor, when I tell him, hey, dude, that song's about her being possessed by demons. Comment, delete. You know, no response, nothing. And so like I, you know, I debated whether I would DM him and say, "Hey man, what's up with that?" You know I thought about quoting um, one of my favorite uh, things in Galatians when, I was, when it's like, "Have I become your enemy because I told you the truth? Is that what happened? Did I become your enemy because I told you something that was true you didn't that did, 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 was disagreed with what your philosophy was? But I mean, like, to me that, that's like, this is why the brick and mortar churches... Are in the state that they're in. These these things are businesses, so obviously when your business is is your Sunday service, when you're when that's when that's all you that's that's what everything leads up to Sunday. Well, we we gotta have a seeker friendly church. We don't want to tell them things that are gonna be uncomfortable to them, so we're gonna tell them, hey, you guys like Taylor Swift, me too. And guess what? She's got a great message for you guys. We just need to work on each other just a little bit more. Well, actually, that's not in the Bible. You know, there was zero, there was zero scriptures quoted there. Because that's not in the Bible. <laughs> you won't find you won't find that in the Bible. You won't find, hey, it's me. That that's not in there. You know, anti there's no the, the song's called anti-hero. Who's the anti-hero? There's an antichrist. You know, so to me, that's what that spirit is. That's your, that's your spirit of antichrist. It sounds pretty good it sounds almost like the truth but I said I quoted in my in my my little caption is that and I'd like to say this a lot it's Charles Spurgeon says that that discernment is not telling the difference between right and wrong it's right and almost right you know so it's like it's like it's the it's when somebody is just so blatantly lies to you it's kind of easy to find them out but when it's like the devil is not as dumb as people think he is the devil's not dumb. He's evil. He's, he's smarter than we are. So obviously by God's grace and God's, God's word, we can, we can resist the devil and he'll flee from us because we know what's right more than he does. You know, just think about like when, when, when the devil takes Jesus up, Matthew 4, shows him all the kingdoms. Guess what the devil starts doing? He starts quoting scriptures to Jesus. So if Jesus didn't know the Bible better than him, what he would say, what he'd be saying would sound right. You know, it was like the first to plead his case might sound right until somebody comes around with the truth. And then you know who's, who's got the truth. So obviously Jesus is not gonna be tripped up because he knows the word better than the devil does. He is the word. But if you don't know the word better than the devil, well, he can twist it. So that's why you read your Bible to know what's in it and to what's not in it. It's just as important to know what's not in it. And guess what what's not in it is it's me. <laughs> I mean of course I was I was clowning on that video, but it's like people don't really don't get it. like the the devil is not stupid. That's why he sends a Taylor Swift at you. It's almost like, oh, well, she's not, you know, she's very innocent. Oh, it's like Taylor Swift's not too bad. It's like Taylor Swift, it was like like it's the juxtaposition between this pastor saying. This is a good message, and I have friends on here obviously that exposed the truth. It was actually it was Jenny Meyer was on here, and she was sharing a video from, from a Taylor Swift concert where she was showing, like what, what seemed to be, some kind of a ritual. She was doing some kind of, and there were people in the stands were singing or were screaming, summon the demons, and then I think later like Taylor Swift was like, kind of like ha 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 summon the demons, that's going to be our new chant. Um, what else do I got to say? I mean, it's like, it's, it's so clear. But I mean, that's, where, that's what happens when, when you make your church service a business. It's like, it's kind of like what you don't say, or what, or what you do say that's, that sounds kind of close to, it sounds like what people want to hear. And you can just imagine how easy it is to compromise when, hey, if I say this true thing, that one person who's got the big pocketbook is going to walk out, walk out the door. The, the person who writes at the checks every week is going to say, I don't like that lesson. I like, I like the Jesus that says, you know, the, the one who saved the woman from being stoned. I like that version of Jesus. I don't like the one who says, you know, I, be gone, I never knew you. I don't like that. That's not the one I want to hear about today. I want to hear about the, the, the real nice one. Guess what? They're the same Jesus, though, and there's only one Jesus. So, you, like, you can't you can't separate it like that. And it's not just us. It's it's not yeah. It's not just us working on like just being a little better. It's it's us trying to walk in faith in, like in this in this dark world. It's us trying to share the truth. And when somebody shares the truth truth to you and you just delete that, well, like I said, that speaks a lot to him. So, like I said, somebody I, I debated whether I would name him. You know, I think, I think it would probably look bad if I, like, I don't want, I don't want to use my platform to call people out. But obviously at this point, I figure this would be a good chance to correct and just to show people. And obviously if he, if he sees this video and if he sees the video I shared about Taylor Swift, he'll know. But you know what? I don't, I, I doubt that I'll hear from him because there's no good answer to what I'm saying to him. Because he'd have to actually repent probably for what he, what he did. Is he going to do that? I think, that, I think that that's what, like, we're, we're coming to a place, and I and I, a friend of mine and my brother has mentioned this before. I think there's a lot of us, like, Christians on, on these, these platforms who don't work in a church, who obviously are, are here talking about Jesus, we're exposing darkness, we're trying to do the things, we're not, getting, we're not getting paid to do these things. Like I said, I have a full-time job, so, like, I'm, I don't get paid to do this stuff. Now, I've made a little bit of money from like reels bonuses and stuff, but I guess a lot of people have. It's like, so I don't, I'm not doing it for the money. You know, I'm doing it because I feel led to do it. But I, I definitely, you see see these, these, these people in churches, obviously they get chippy probably about guys probably like me because guys like me get a following. And then it's like, wait a minute. He didn't go to seminary. He's not pastor so-and-so, you know, he's not reverend. He didn't go to Bible college. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. It's like, and so what we are, I mean, I like to think about it like this. My my brother and my friend like kind of compared us. It's like, just think about like the Pharisees when they saw the apostles. Just think about like the stories where like Jesus is walking around with the apostles and these guys all pious walking around with all their robes and looking all good, eating well, you know, drinking well, doing it, you know, like obviously living their best life now. You know, these guys were living their best life now. And then you see guys like me with my backwards hat and me being like, you know, obviously not talking about demonic cartoons and and clowning on Taylor Swift videos and, you know, making cracking jokes and doing all the stuff I do. And they're thinking like, this is not good. Like they, they probably think, gosh, what are we gonna do about this, guys? These guys are going to TikTok instead of they're going to the Sunday service. You know, the the, the offering plate was a little light this week. You know, what, what should we do? I don't know. Let's, let's talk about Taylor Swift. Let's um, yeah, let's just let's, let's let's talk about you know Kanye or something like that. You know, let's let's talk let's let's compromise the message to get we need to get more people in here. See, the problem with that is, like I said, these people who, like I said, I had a big problem with. The people who like these brick and mortar churches that like they know the Easter bunny is doesn't represent Jesus and it demeans the resurrection but when you have Easter egg hunts and all that kind of stuff at your church I know that they know that that's not right but I know that they've made compromises to say hey if we tell them Easter's not great they're gonna leave these people only come to, East, to Easter service like one one time a year so it's like we make a lot of money on Easter. So if we tell them it's bad, they're gonna to go to a church to tell them it's, it's okay. Well, so then obviously then you get a guy like me on here who's not collecting a paycheck when I say Easter's bad. I don't, I'm not compromised so I can tell you the truth. I think that they hate that. I think that they do. And I guess what, I hope they do. You know, I feel like that's, what, that's why we're here is because I believe we are in the last days You know, that's that. And that's one thing they never talk about in these churches. They don't ever talk about that because guess what? Some people have different uh, thoughts about when the when the rapture is. And like we can just never know. So we'll just never talk about it at all. You know, we won't talk about what, you know, the once saved, always saved. Actually, we'll just always say it's true. We won't talk about the things that actually really matter. We won't talk about like the uh, the pandemics and the all the all the stuff that is involved in those things. Because we don't want to get too political in, these, in this place. Meanwhile, people, people have to come on these apps to talk about it and get silenced when you should be able to come to your gathering together as a church and talk about these things. But they don't. They don't talk about what's going on outside the, the, the church walls. That's why they're always trying to say, hey guys, you know what would be great? I want you guys to go invite somebody to church this week. I want you to do my job for me. You know, Jesus told us to go out, but I want you to tell them to come here because then it would be easy for me. You know, it's a lot easier if, if I don't have to go anywhere. And then all I have to do is have an altar call and I can say that I got them saved. And then I can put another check, check on the board. Look how many people I saved today. You know, these people, can, these, these people feel, feel like when they, they picked up fruit that fell off a tree, that they did something, absolutely. Like I said, they don't talk about the Jesus that was turning over the tables in the, in, the, in the temple. The money changers. And I feel like that's why lots of us don't go to these churches anymore. Because, you know, like I said, never, I, didn't, I went to churches for a long time. And I, and I found Jesus in my own room when I needed him. So obviously, once I started to read my Bible in my own room, read it without a filter, without some guy telling me what it said once I finally started going back to the places where people were telling me what the Bible said, I was like, the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible doesn't say that. What about all the things you just didn't say? You know, I'm going to these church services where it's like, this is religion. Okay, so we sing for 10 to 15 minutes. Depending on which church you're in, it's going to be exactly on the dot. Or it's going to take two hours to finish the worship service, depending on the service you go to. Or it's going to be like, and then we're going to do announcements, and then we're going to pass the plate, and then if it's the first Sunday of the month, we're going to do communion, and then we're going to have the service, and then we're going to send it, we're going to either do an altar call, or we're going to do a little benediction at the end, and then we're going to rush out of the door as soon as we can. We're going to go to lunch, and if it's obviously, if it's football season, we're going to really get out of there quick. Does anybody get anything out of that? Actually, well, I know some people do. You know, so I won't, I won't say it's all bad, but, but yeah, some people get something out of that. But guess what? You don't get a lot of, you don't make disciples of people by doing that. You know, that's the real thing. It's like that the, the church is not supposed to be seeker friendly. The church is supposed to be about the truth. It's supposed to be about believers coming together to encourage each other, encourage each other's faith, to grow as Christians. We're supposed to grow, and then we're supposed to go out. The church is supposed to gather, gather together, but it's supposed to, to go out to preach. You can't make disciples of all nations if you say, come here. You're supposed to go out. And that doesn't mean throwing money across the ocean to some missionary. You got like a couple missionaries. There's nothing wrong with giving money to missionaries, but that doesn't stop you from doing what you're supposed to do. I think that that's the, that's the problem with the modern church is that that when I pay when I throw my money in the plate, that gives me so now i don't have to do anything so like you know what instead of me taking that money going directly to somebody who needs it giving it to him and then telling him about jesus i threw it in the plate so now the guy who gets paid to do it can go do it now do you see how you see how jacked that up jack that is because when you think about it it's like that it's kind of like i'm in the construction business so if if my company got paid to build an orphanage i could say guess what i did today i built an orphanage you know, I made, I made a good amount of money to do it. You know, I got paid. So that's kind of like what the modern church does. Where it's like, okay, you got paid to go do that. Well, that's not really the same thing as somebody who gave up of, of their time, gave of themselves. That's really not sacrifice, is it? If you get paid to go do the thing. And that's why people are walking away from these places. Probably not as much as they should. You know, and then people are talking about the tax tax exempt status of these churches. You know what? These tax exempt statuses probably should be revoked because these places are just businesses. You know, cut the middleman out. Go give the money to, to somebody who needs it. You know, doesn't like the that's the that's the problem with the church right now is because the church had like how many churches had their doors shut during COVID and none of them did a thing. You know, they didn't they didn't fight it. That doesn't sound like somebody who really believes, does it? They, they were told they were not essential, and they accepted it. They're, they're right. They are an, an, they're, they're not essential. Because I think that like, the, God is raising up a remnant of people who really believe, who, who, who are going to worship him in, in, in faith and truth. You know, They're going to they're gonna worship him in spirit and truth. And they don't need to go to a building to do that. Because they know that the people in the building are not doing it, they're only doing it one day a week. You know, I, I, we get on this debate on here every so often where it's like, what day is the Sabbath? Is it Saturday or Sunday? Well guys, guess what? The Sabbath never changed, the Sabbath is Saturday. But that doesn't mean you, go, you have to go to church on Saturday. It doesn't mean you have to go to church on Sunday. It means you're supposed to walk in faith every day. You know, it's not one day a week. You can pick, you can pick any day of the week you want to gather together as believers, you know, whether it's it, whether it's online, whether it's for coffee, whether it's in somebody's house, it doesn't have to be like that. You know, so the real issue is that the people who pick one day a week, guess what they only do? They only worship God one day a week. You know, and is that even really worship? They gather together for a religious ceremony one day a week. And now, you know, that's it. And we still have these stupid... Li- well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, so, like said, these, so the churches have like, a live stream of the services, and so basically just watching it on TV. Like I said, to me, the, to me the, one of the issues as well is the fact that when you actually start to grow as a Christian, you start to mature, when you start to want the solid food, like in the book of Hebrews when it talks about the people being on, on the, the baby's milk still, and you should be on solid food, the people who want solid food don't want to hear the same messages every week. We don't want to hear your bad anecdotes, pastor. (laughs) Preacher man, get some new material. We've already heard your old stories. I'm not interested in hearing that anymore. I want some interaction here. I mean, it's like we're, we're gathering together as a church. I'm not sitting below some man who's up on a stage. You know, like that guy preaching down to me, it's like, shouldn't we be able to interact or, is this, it, or is, it's this guy's church, right? It's this guy's church. It's Christ's church. We are the church. But you have the people on the stage, and then you have the people down here, and the people talking down to the people down here. Do you think that's how it was supposed to be? What do you think the Apostle Paul would say? What, what kind of letter do you think the Apostle Paul would write to these churches? I bet it would be pretty scathing, don't you think? So they need one of those letters so yeah I'm, I'm just saying like that that to me it's just like i said it's hard to go back it's hard to go back <laughs> and i want to say it's like when you think about it though like you know i get some slings and arrows from the people who, like who obviously the mockers the people who obviously just don't believe and obviously those people are easy to dismiss there was a time once when i came on one of these live streams and i had this like really positive message And I started to realize, like, the people who really kind of attacked me were the people who claimed to be, were the religious types. It was the people who claimed to be Christians, or the people who attack you the most. And I realized, I was like, wait a minute. I guess this is what Jesus was talking about. I guess, well, guess what? It was the religious types that actually crucified Jesus. And I was like, oh, oh. So, yeah, in in Matthew 10, it talks about the people who were, I think, well, actually, was it John, John? 14 I think where he's saying like that there's a there's going to be a day when the people are going to beat you kill you or throw you into jail and they're going to be thinking they're doing the Lord's work it's coming it's coming because it's like that's why that's why you see you saw Jesus being so compassionate to the people to the to the prostitutes to the tax collectors to the people who are who are the downtrodden the adulterers you know the people who obviously were poor in spirit, and you saw how he talked to the. You saw he talked to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He was not. He he wasn't easy on them. That's what we that's what we we have going on here, where where people say, "Oh, TikTok's bad. Oh, these these guys preaching on these apps are bad." But when it really, when it comes down to it, it's like I went on TikTok because that's where people are at. You know, it's kind of like. Remember, like the, the the Pharisees saying, "Why are you eating and drinking with those people? You didn't know who they are." Oh, if you were a prophet, you would know who that lady was. I know who they are. That's why I'm there. It's it's the sick that need a physician. That's why it's like you need to come to my my hospital and I'll get you well. It's like no, you need to. What about the people who can't get there? What about the people that don't know? You got to reach them where they're at. And I feel like that that's what, that's what. That's what I pray that I'm doing that is that if I can tell you about a demonic cartoon, I can tell you about like, you know, whatever weird thing I'm thinking about that day, I can tell you like, hey, hey, you know that thing you like? It's kind of satanic. You want to, you want to know why? I think that's how I can, I can reach certain people because we've been lied to. And guess what? People in those church buildings are being lied to as well. Maybe a little more subtly. We've been lied to about so many things and obviously that's what I've tried to do is try to expose the lies. And obviously by exposing the lies of everything, it highlights how much more true the things that God has said is true. And that's why to me it's so offensive when it's like you're quoting Taylor Swift who's trying to lead people astray. Meanwhile, you're not quoting God's word, which is true and it's going to lead people to the straight and narrow. I'm tired of it. I am so tired of it. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I feel like that. I feel like that probably the, what the the intent what 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 should probably be more happening, and I and I love to get to connect more with believers locally. Is is probably the home church model is probably what it's supposed to be. You know, you think about like communities, like people getting together and like taking care of each other, who kind of know each other. You know, not these like, gosh, you think about these mega churches that like, does anybody know anybody in these places? You know, like you're like you're just going in there like you like you literally are watching a show and said like, but you won't, But I, I mean, really, I said, but church is, is like you're encouraging each other. And it is kind of funny when like you go into like certain buildings and you're like, hey, I've been reading this, this scripture. I've been reading in, in the book of John. I've been reading in, you know, I've been reading all kinds of, uh, you know, like I've been reading through the Old Testament. I've been reading through the prophets. And you started to start talking to somebody about that. And it's almost like when you're in the lobby talking about that. People are like, hey, brother, we, like the church hasn't started yet. Let's, we can talk about anything we want to right now. Or if you try to, or you try to talk up to somebody about afterwards and it's like, whoa, 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 don't leave yet. But everyone is in such a hurry. And it's like, so the one thing you really are craving as a Christian is to talk about the things God's doing in your life. And encourage the other people is like the one thing that's, that's really lacking out of these places. And it's like, that's the only thing that really meant, I mean, that's, it's the people that matter. That's Like I said, as somebody said, the building is not the church. You know, we, we are, our, the body of Christ is, we are, we are the temple. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And, and we, are, we are the body of, you know, we are the stones that it's building God's house. And instead it's like, oh, we have to go to this building. And then you have to pay for the building because, hey, the rent's not cheap, guys. Gotta pay for it. Gotta throw that money in the plate. For that building that's ever so crucial, even though when it wasn't crucial during COVID, when you couldn't go into it, you didn't need it then, did you? still don't need it. Yeah. Read God, Bread of Life. Read God's Word. Like I said, there's nothing lacking in there. Well, you know, well, that's the truth. Well, yeah, Home churches can be tainted by one unhealthy leader. Well, you know how many people can be compromised by one unhealthy guy on the stage? How many, how many church scandals have, have, have put such a stain on the whole congregation? And then people, people start worship, you know, start following some man. It's That's sad. I mean, the whole point is like that when you actually look, and I think that what, what's absolutely true is if you looked around the churches and you looked at the people who are the pastors, you know, so the Bible actually doesn't talk about like a position of pastor. I think maybe some translations do. What it actually talks about is an overseer. You know, so the overseer is, and I think that's generally where we get our pastor from. The pastor is the overseer of the church. But guess what? Most of these guys are not qualified to be overseers. Most of them are not qualified to be elders. Like like Timothy talks about like what like what the qualifications you need to meet. To be one of those guys, so guess what? So they don't actually meet those qualifications, and therefore, when they start leading people astray, it's like, well, who put them in charge, anyways? Yeah, they put they put a they put the wrong guy in charge, and then when it when it all you know comes down crashing down, it's like that's a judgment on the people who who, who elevated one man. But I think that's the whole point: is like that if if you don't have somebody who's qualified to lead. Well, maybe you guys should actually just be seeking God yourselves, and like reading the Word, and obviously not trying to. Because, like I said, the person who 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 wants to teach, person who wants to lead, those are those are good things to want. But obviously, the Bible also says those people are going to be judged more strongly because you've now actually elevated yourself to when like when people because people listen to you. You know, obviously, I gotta I gotta remember that too. That's why I always tell people on here. Whatever I say, anything that I say, I, I, I generally try to give you references to the verses I quote. Don't ever just believe anything I said. Read your Bible. I'll always say that because I have fear of the Lord that I, don't, I would never want to lead you astray. Do, do not, don't ever let somebody tell you what your Bible says. Read it yourself. I'll, absolutely, you can always question me. And like I said, I like iron sharpening iron. We want the truth. We want it to be we want it to be Right? Not one person reached out. Well, I would say that why, like, why wouldn't you go to God yourself? You know, like God's God's there. You know, God's there. For, God God saves the broken heart and and, and uh, is near to the broken heart and saves the crushed in spirit. So yeah, you go to God yourself. I mean, it doesn't mean you can't seek help from the people around you. You know, but at the same time, it's like the The one one positive thing about, like, actually not having people around there to help, you know, because sometimes when you really have dug yourself into a hole, it's like, you might look to a person as the lifeline. But really, you kind of have to give all that up, because it's like, really, like, you, if, when you really know the absolute truth, that there's no one you can count on other than God. God is faithful when we're not. God is the only one who's never lied to us. So therefore... It's best to remember that right away and seek God and realize that all like all these people can't be there for you all the time. Accepting that will actually usually make your problem better is to know that, like, guess what? Here's what God's promised me. Here's what he hasn't promised me. Hold fast to the things he's promised you and let go of the things he hasn't. All things will work together for the good for those who love God and are called to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. So when you realize that no matter what's happening, you can have faith that it's going to work out for your benefit. And that is absolutely how you are saved. It's like that you believe you you actually believe that. And I think that I like I said I, I the, the verse escapes me, but in Peter it talks about that the trials are the things that test the genuineness of your faith. So if you if you've hit this rocky patch where you have to really decide what you believe. And so I think that's the genuineness of your faith where it's like, show me somebody who, who's, who's got faith when they've got everything going on and we don't really know if he's got faith. If everything's going right in a person's life, how, how will we know if they have faith? How will we know what they believe in when they've got the world by the tail? Show me the person whose who's, who's, who's life has crashed onto the rocks and then see how they act then. Do they have the fruits of the Spirit when things are down? Now you show me somebody who's got real faith, who can, who can look at the things that are around them and say, guess what? I came into this world naked, and naked I'm going to go out. Praise the Lord. That's the person who has faith. And I said, because it's, so it's so easy to say when things are going well. As I'm reading the book of Job, and it's like, there you go. It's like, that's, that's why we read the Bible, because... Like, the book of Job tells us that, like, guess what? Everything you did, maybe the bad things that are happening to you are not because you did something bad. Maybe because God wants to teach you something. You know, maybe he's trying to teach somebody else something. But I guess the point is, do you really trust God? Do you you trust that he's good? Do you trust that he's going to work these things out for your benefit? And if you believe that, then guess what? You might have a certain kind of attitude about the, the things you're going through. Now, if you don't believe that, you might be pretty down on the dumps for a while. You might actually say, maybe this whole God thing's not working out for me. It's not what I thought it was going to be. But if you believe, you could say, this place sucks anyways. I want to go home. I I want, this place is not my home anymore. So I'm holding fast to the promise that God's going to give me something better than this. And therefore, I'm not going to sweat this stuff anymore. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, you know what? I guess I'm just going to enjoy what's here because I've already got... Heaven, heaven uh, is offering, you know, God's already offered me heaven and I just need to walk in faith and just do what he says. And then I get that later. And then guess what? Your problems don't seem so big. So, I mean, that's why I said often, often I I look, I look at some of the stuff in the bleakness and I'm like, it gets, it gets discouraging at times. But then just remembering, yeah, this is not my home. So like, I'm really, I I was really never counting on this to be great anyways. So that's why I can look at, look at the things for what they are and what's true. And I can be honest about it. And I say like, Hey, things are not really that great, but you know what? God said it would be like this before the end. And once again, God's word's always true. So it can be like, praise God because it's all true. Uh, yeah. So, um, I guess that's, that's pretty much my rant. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was a lot to talk about. It was weird how I, I built up to the, the Taylor Swift stuff, and I, I basically went into like a full takedown on like the, uh, the modern establishment, you know? The re- religious establishment in basically what I would call America is the Church of Laodicea. The lukewarm church. The church that thinks it's rich. Oh, you see, you, you have ri- your riches. You, don't, you need nothing. You guys are poor, miserable, blind, and naked you don't even know it. That's the sad thing. That's what I'm saying, like, the, somebody was asking me what, what, what church uh, this guy was the pastor of, and I, I wanted to just say, he's the pastor of the Church of Laodicea. He just doesn't know it. I'm tripping, I'm not tripping. Oh, I do, I forgot, now, I I do remember there was one other thing I wanted to talk about, was, okay, so Elon Musk, the SpaceX, so they, they they launched what is it the starship or something like that the they said it was the most powerful rocket of all time was launched today did you guys hear about that yes so they did that today and did you guys hear how well it went well it got blown up it, like it didn't make it didn't make it that high it blew up and so i remember when as a kid they showed like the the low lights of the sat that like basically the early space program where all these rockets were blowing up on the runway weren't making it very high and then we got to the moon right then we went then we went all the way to the moon and then we 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 obviously figured it all out so we've been to the moon we we stuck the, we stuck a flag on there it was waving with by some kind of um, some wind that that was amazingly up on the on the moon and then we didn't go back and so now with all the technology we have we have these we have these smartphones right we have these things that you can do all kinds of things meanwhile they're trying to get back to the are trying to get back to the moon and maybe this is just me being just very ignorant of things i remember as a kid seeing the space shuttle and i thought okay so obviously one day they won't need the rocket they'll just be able to send the space shuttle up and it'll be able to go into outer space without this rocket and of course i'm thinking about like watching them launch this massive rocket and it like the slow process of this thing using all this fuel to go up it's like wait a minute isn't there more advanced ways for them to do that now and obviously the answer is no because that's the way they did it right so they're 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 using all this this fuel which obviously seems like the least obviously practical way of actually like like the least efficient way of like burning burning rocket fuel to go up. Okay, so that's the way they're doing it. Well, anyways, long story short, the thing blows up. The thing doesn't get very high and it completely explodes. And so Elon Musk is on Twitter basically saying, Hey, good job, guys. We learned a lot from that. Oh, did you? Would you I mean, should they should they not be embarrassed? I mean, really, really though. Like, like should they not be embarrassed should they be using electric should they be using magnets should they be using some kind of nuclear power it's like something the point is you're saying we're more advanced than we were back then but we're not because they went to the moon back then right but we can't go now the thing blew up (laughs) the most powerful rocket of all time didn't go very I probably went like less high than the, the plane last time. And, and they're patting themselves on the back. Should they not be embarrassed? Really, is that is that where the bar is at these days? Okay, so in 1972 was the last time, supposedly, we went to the moon. Well, we can't go back. And we're, we're patting ourselves on the back for like sending up a powerful rocket that blows up. How much did that cost? Guys, wake up. I mean, you you, you you guys have been had, <laughs> like, like, what if, are you, are you kidding me? I, I just, I, I don't even know like how, like, like how, like somebody can, can seriously say good job after that, that thing blew up. Why was that not a national embarrassment? Why are they not apologizing? Because that that is ridiculous. Like I said, I'm, I'm serious. Go look at the old films of them clowning on the early space program of, blowing up on the runway they used to do that all the time they said look how terrible that we were at this before but then eventually we had buzz aldrin you know and his buddy neil armstrong laid on the moon supposedly and then now we can't go back and and but but we're more advanced come and explain that to me please explain how we've gone back in technology where it's like we we now pat ourselves on the back for, hey, it's pretty. the The first part of the rocket trip was pretty good, you know, until it exploded. I don't know, I don't know, guys. I don't know what I don't know what some of these people who are, who are saying like that 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 was good or not. Wait a minute, it was just a project that was completed. That's all. Create some good bonding. <laughs> what do you mean it was a good good experience? It blew up. It exploded. I mean, it's like, I don't even get it. What is what is what is Jacob doing? Let me see. I bet you Jacob Java is likely a bot. Because he's just saying, LOL. Are you really laughing out loud because, because you said Bible? Can we stay on topic, Jacob Java? Are you uh, drinking too much coffee? Yeah. I'm talking about the rocket that exploded. The one they've been... Th- you remember, it was it Was just the other day they had to scrub the launch because it, because conditions weren't right? Well, it's a good thing they waited. <laughs> they waited for a nice sunny day to send it right up to watch it explode. Um, great job. Great job, guys, like very powerful. I Maybe mean, it was the biggest explosion I've seen in the, in the sky in a long time. Gosh, this, this is it. One small leap, guys. one small leap it was just a test well guess what you know what the test the 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 test result was it was a big big fail is it probably got to do back it's probably backwards yeah what's going on man yeah and i'm about to hop i'm about to hop off but i just had to clown on uh the, the 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 outer space program that uh doesn't get to outer space you know i bet you if they had a If they had any of the the, the ground from it, it would be this massive curved earth because they'd be using some fisheye lens too. (laughs) It was a massive fail, yeah. But Elon Musk saying it was it was successful, I guess it was a pat on the back for everybody because you know. But you know why? And I think, and I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to log off. You know why they say it was a successful test is because they still got paid, and I think that that. is really, what it all comes down to, still got paid, still cashing them checks. Obviously, if you if you spent your own money on that rocket that blew up, it would be a pretty bad day. But I guess when you're spending everybody else's money, it's like, man, you win some, you lose some. The good news is, we get more money to build another one. Still got paid, and that's what it's really about. We know, like I said, when it comes down to it, that's what it always comes down to: is that money, you know. Follow the money, money, the love of money is the roots of all kinds of evil. And once again, as I started earlier, even in the church. But anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this live. It was obviously a lot of um, it was a lot of stuff going on, obviously, as we had a guest on and everything and talked about T-Swift at the beginning. But if you guys want to check this live out or I'm sure I'll put it on YouTube probably tomorrow or the next day. But, yeah, I'll put, I'll post this back to my page so you guys can see anything you missed. But, yeah, guys, um, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me tonight. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, hit, hit my link street, follow me on all the things. And, um, like I said, I'm, I'm, put, I'm back to putting stuff on my audio podcast, so I'll put some of this stuff on here. Wait, Jake, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, I'm going to block. So, look, okay, this guy – managed to get blocked right before the end see ya <laughs> i'm glad i got to, i'm glad he gave me one more chance to block him before the end but um yeah guys as i was saying I, I i put these things on my audio podcast now i'll put this back up on like a spotify and apple Podcasts and all the good things but yeah follow me on telegram tiktok youtube i love you guys i will talk to you guys soon